Hello and welcome to Rhythm and Pixels Video Game Music Podcast. My name is Rob Nichols. And I'm Pernet. And this is episode 10-6 of a wonderful video game music podcast that you are about to listen to. I hope you stay listening to us. Please do, because Please. We, we our kids need wine. We gotta feed our families with this, you know. We need affirmation. Let us know. We need you to understand that <laughs> video game music is great and that we like talking about it. And we want you to listen to it while yeah. we talk about it. Honestly, I just really love listening to it and um, exploring it. And I feel like this this show that we do is a celebration of music composed for this medium. I think that's exactly what it is. You know, I think I just took the words right out of your head. You really did. And, hey, I'm not complaining <laughs> about it. But, um, so we are pretty much officially starting to truck into the fall season as we went from 90 degree days to 70 slash 60 degree days yeah. almost overnight. So, well, here on the East Coast, that's what, that's what happens anyway. That is true. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. I mean, it feels stranger now because I was not expecting it. I know the leaves start falling and I'm like, oh, that's pretty, but, ah. Oh. Birds sad. It gets it gets sad. It know. really does. You see the birds start to slowly vanish. They're all yes. being kidnapped. All the geese. I heard um, all this noise um, this morning, and I was like, "What is that crazy noise?" And it was the geese going honk honk honk, and they're all flying in formation, getting the heck out of here. Yeah, they're gangs. They're pretty much heading. <laughs> I, that's what I think. I wonder about that. Like, they, do they actually end up getting like gang turf wars in the sky or anything? Like they all I, fly in such large formations. I, I think that's what happens. Like, if you have two formations come close to each other, they just combine into one giant Voltron formation, and then they battle. And then they battle. They battle for first place, first position. Massive beatdowns. <laughs> and then they steal cars like a real gang. But after they poop on them, because that's how they mark them. They have to mark. They, they have to know which car to poop on. Well, no, no, they poop on it to yeah. mark the car so that other birds don't take on their project. And then when the coast is clear, they swoop in, they peck through the window, and they just kind of feather down, and they, do, they use a bird magic, and they take off, you know. I like this. The, the, the Pernell Vaughn Birdcast. Yeah. So, the Eastern Pekingese Swallow is known for carjacking at a rate alarming to which no one has ever been able to deal with like no one's been able to pick up on it it's insane <laughs> but at the same time they have one of the most blossoming carjacking chop shop organizations on the upper <laughs> east coast it's just amazing i'm just gonna drink my tea please do it's delicious so what games have you been playing now that you know, we're having to, we're getting to this part of the year where we have to you know, stay indoors more often, less outside, so I'm more indoor blanket time. Yeah, right. Um, nothing. Um, I've been playing a whole lot of Street Fighter, and I've been planning to play everything I've talked about on the show, like Undertale and all of that. I've been inspired to play um, Super Metroid. Oh, you should. I should do that. I should do that soon. You really should. Um, but probably not anytime soon. Um, I've been, I've, I've joined a uh, Facebook group. Uh, DDR and ITG Facebook group, and, and it's back, and it's been super inspiring for me to go back and and try to improve my my scores and my game. Even though I can't, I don't have easy access to ITG anymore. Um, just trying to, I, I got a little bit back into DDR, but man, DDR is so frustrating. I need to find a DDR for Lardo's group and jump on that. The, that's what's inspiring about a lot of these people in this group. A lot of them are just in it for weight loss. 
So yes, so, yeah, they're and they're all like older folk. There are the, well, the, the ages range, the ages and the genders range. It's it's really great to see um, people from all you know all sorts of people from all over the all over the, the world play. Ah, I see. Yeah, it's good and play some incredibly hard stuff. So that's always fun to fun to see. But you know, just normal stuff too. Mm. What about you? You finished uh, Dagen Rumpa. No, dang, 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 it, dang, 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 V3 yeah. killing harmony. I finished that on Sunday. Um, I pretty much guessed I was my twist because every dang at the end has a weird major twist, wacky mm. thing. And I surprisingly guessed the twist, but they still went like three leagues beyond my guess and did more with it. Mm. So I was legitimately surprised. Um, I did a review for that after right, right before beating it. Um, I played Cold Set Revolt, which I reviewed for the SML podcast, so that's why I was able to play it a little bit earlier, and I've been kind of into that. I booted up SteamWorld Dig once more, of all things. Another SteamWorld game. The original SteamWorld Oh, this Dig. is the original SteamWorld Yeah, game. SteamWorld Dig 2 came out last, like, two weeks, maybe? What was that one I was watching you play? It was like a, a strategy. That was Heist, I think. SteamWorld Heist. Yeah, that was Heist. I got, I jumped ship. I'll go back to it eventually, but I got sidetracked as I do, yeah. so I walked away from it. But then aside from that, I'm just kind of playing whatever, literally, because I keep acquiring things and then not playing them, and it's a problem. Like, Ease 8 is waiting for me, and I want to start it, but I just haven't yet. I haven't. And there's Phoenix Wright, and there's Zero Escape. Help me, people. I know. But then there's Save the other. Save me from myself. Like Cuphead. Have you played Cuphead? I did buy Cuphead. And I fought like the first two bosses and thought it was really fun. It's yeah, I gotta try that. I, that, that. That's the game I'm interested in. I don't know what it is. Like hard games. I just want to play hard games. And this game plays more akin to, uh, I would say, a treasure shooter yeah. than, say, the traditional side scroll shooter because heavily based around boss combat. Yeah, watching the, the some of the gameplay online, I'm looking at this. I'm like, oh, this looks like Gunstar Heroes. Oh, yeah, yeah. exactly. Exactly. That. I didn't get to play Gunstar, so I didn't know how big on bosses that game was. It's, it's big. <laughs> so that's the case yes exactly that then but um yeah it's definitely got that in mind cool, it's cool. awesome um and last but not least i recently i don't know if i'm going to when i'm going to start it but they re-released dragon's dogma for the ps4 and xbox one cool and i didn't buy the dark arisen dlc so i figured this would be a good opportunity to buy it and i feel like it's a game that deserves another chance because reviewers back when it first came out were kind of like lukewarm to it or downright just mean did you like did you disagree with them back then or, no, or? back then i agreed i just oh. i just took it as an excuse not to buy it and okay. then a friend of mine was like you got to try it man i played it it's much better than they gave it credit for so this is a friend who i have a lot of respect for in regards to his opinion on role playing games i think it was rich ramalosa but i ended up picking it up and I became obsessed. I loved it. It was really good and different for the time. Um, they tried a number of things that other games just weren't putting out there. So I was immediately attracted to it, but people weren't talking about it. And it just kind of lingered. Oh, wow. And now this is the game's chance to get another chance in the sun, even though it's kind of going into a glutted holiday season. But hey, it's budgeted price at 30 bucks. I got it for 18 after dropping discounts and ditching Overwatch. Um, so you're playing Overwatch? No, I bought Overwatch. You bought Overwatch. That but doesn't I, seem like something you'd ever do, though. I bought it with the hopes of playing with friends who played oh, video games yeah. online, and then it never happened. So I had an unopened copy of Overwatch. Yeah, that does, for seem, a year. that does seem right then. Yeah, yeah. That's like, more like the now. yeah the uh, the social aspect of it. When I get into that, yeah, it's so competitive. And I'm and I'm not big on the competitive angle because it's not a game I generally want to get good at. 
So I was like, yeah, I'll play with my friends, and it just never happens. Yeah, first-person shooters. I just don't, don't, don't bother too much about this. But um, let's a couple more uh, top of the show business uh, before we get into today's topic. Uh, so uh, this weekend. This weekend, um, which is going to be Saturday and Sunday, the, the 14th and the 15th, you can see Rob, myself, Purnell. Myself. Got, that man over there. <laughs> and um, Hartford, Connecticut at the Retro World uh, Expo, which is a, a retro gaming convention in Hartford, Connecticut at the uh, Connecticut Expo Center. It's a, I don't even know. Hartford we'll have Expo to put Center. on the site. But it's there. Go to, go, to the, go to the website, and there's a link for it. There's a link that says like um, the, where we're going to be next like shows or events and you click on that and they'll see where we are. We're going to be up there doing a panel with Mike and Ed from Pixel Tunes Radio mm-hmm. and Keyglyph from the VGM Jukebox. It's going to be a whopping good time where we're going to compete for the spookiest tracks and we're going to win. But yeah, I feel pretty good about mine, Purnell. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey. I've got to retool a little you bit. Represent. It'll be fine. We're going to kill it. We'll be fine. So, and then other than that, I have one more thing. Yes. Um, if you are a Patreon subscriber of any level of Patreon subscriber on uh, October the 19th, which is a Thursday, which is um, another week from now, you can see us record an episode live. Live! 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 <laughs> okay, a, Kermit. All right, yeah, it's a live stream. We live stream our episodes once a month, and that's going to be the next live stream. We'll, we'll have it up on Facebook and the website, too, but it's going to be November, I'm sorry, October the 19th. Next Thursday. Be ready. And this we have it. This is just me throwing it out there because I haven't even talked about Rob yet. But since it's we can have it ready, we may we already have a topic planned for that episode. But if you think you might have a shiner of a topic for the live episode that you think wouldn't it be nice if they would try that? Oh yeah, pass it our way. We not making any promises because if you throw some hunky dory nonsense out there, we won't have time, <laughs> so we can't do it. But. If we have enough time and it's a pretty solid yeah. tech, we'll we would totally do that for the little episode. little peek behind the curtain. Um, we haven't chosen any yet. <laughs> <laughs> wah, wah. Uh, all right, so this week we're going to talk about cave, cave music, not cave, like top down shooter in the arcade uh, developer cave. We're talking about caverns. Yes, getting underground, underground, or in the in the sides of mountains. Yes, right. Just digging, spelunking. I like that. So we're going to expect to hear, like, what, like, darker style music? Well, let's not assume. Yeah. It could be, we could have some awesome party cave music popping off for all we know. (laughs) Well, I'm going to kick us off. I have a track that's a little bit more proggy. It's a little bit more minor key. I think you're going to dig this one. This track is called The Last Hermit's Cave, and it's from uh, a game on the Super Famicom called Chaos Seed Feng Shui Karaoke. Um, it's composed by Yasunori Shiono, Katsuyoshi Haya, and Nukio Nakajima. Can we sing along to this immaculate track? Um, no, it's a uh, ka- kairoki. It's not karaoke. It's like kairoki or kaibuki. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm not going to tell you how to pronounce it. Do we own thing? Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to tell you how to live your life. <laughs> Pernel. All right. Well, I do what I want. <laughs> do what you like. Do what I Enjoy the music.
we're back. You're listening to The Last Hermit's Cave from the game Chaos Seed Feng Shui Karuki for the Super Famicom, composed by Yasunori Shiono, Katsuyoshi Haya, and Nukio Nakajima. And yeah, this is a. I've. This isn't the normally like the sound that I'm really super into, but like it's just so different, and it just sounds it sounds like a live band almost, you know, like everyone's doing their own thing. This is a bit of controlled pandemonium. <laughs> you like the little drum, the little drum, like Tom's. It sounded really good though. Just well, it sounded good, but today I'm like, what the heck is this? Yeah, yeah, going on? Controlled pandemonium. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot like that. Sounds like a. See, now I'm thinking about Bamboo Pandemonium. It's like it's a freaking Mega Man boss now. Like, control Pandemonium. Oh, Bam- Bamboo Pandemonium's a Mega Man boss? That was one of the bosses <laughs> in one of the Mega Man X games. The name is Hysterical. Oh, that's great. Bamboo Pandemonium. Oh, and he's a panda. Get it? I got it. I'm on it. <laughs> so terrible. That was X, right? One of the X games? Yeah. I, yeah. Think, I want to say 8, which I still need to get back to play. That was the fine example of a game where... Choosing a hard difficulty just kind of killed the game for me because I couldn't pass like the, any of the normal stages without dying or getting terrible grades. So I was like, well, this game's going back on the shelf, and I'll play something different. <laughs> so I think only, only the X game I played through was the first one, which I really, really liked. Yeah. And I only play, I played it years later on an emulator. Like the last year we were living in the condo. That was only like three years ago I played through it. Yeah, people still, a lot of people still say that one could well be the best one, but I'm still a fan of two and three as yeah. my overall favorites in the set. Yeah, they look great. I think I started, I started playing through two. I think I, I've got like part of the way through, but I never, I never finished it. But the first one, I think I must have played through it like twice. I really enjoyed it. I played it through once, and then I played it through again to get all of the armor and to get the Hadouken and do all that crazy stuff. Two, that's what made that part easier, too, because getting the Hadouken was awful. It was crazy, and, like, you would never know how to do it. Yeah, because yeah. it makes no sense. <laughs> do the same part and die five times. Like, it, it, God, it made no sense. Oh, that's the game I want to play next. I think maybe you should try, too. Is, is that, get the get the guy and die eight times? Yeah, well, uh, make, uh, no, just call, I think it's called, it's called 20XX. Oh, yeah, that one procedural Mega Man X-type game. Uh, yeah, I was reading about it, and it's... It's like Enter the Gungeon, where like the stages are like kind of randomly stuck together, but you fight the same series of bosses. Yeah, they're kind of randomly placed, and they give you weapons. Yeah, that's and that sounds like the Gungeon to me, but it's a Mega Man style, which sounds awesome. Yeah, I only wish it was on console, but I would. Yeah. I've been I've been seriously contemplating getting it on Steam, especially now that it's got its final. Like it's not beta anymore. Oh, it's not beta anymore. Okay, that 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 actually sweetens the pot. Oh, yeah, I'll go after that. Add a little bit of sugar. A little sugar. Actually, I think. I think that um, that little fake saxophone solo—that's the sugar on this track. But <laughs> no, I'm still I'm stuck on that. Ooh, it must have been that bean I ate. <laughs> Just blowing some mean sax. Oh baby, oh baby. Yeah, so this is kind of caverny. I think it's caverny because it almost sounds kind of got like a little reverb echoey to it a little bit. I can see that, but it's about a hermit, the last hermit. So I guess every, everyone else is like okay to be around people. <laughs> he's a party hermit. He's the oh, he, he's a party hermit. Yeah, that's why he's the last hermit because he doesn't know where the other hermits are. They all left him. Oh. He wanted to be around the humans and get down to business, and the other hermits were like, "No, we're too busy being isolated and weird." So they just kind of abandoned him, and now no one else can find hermits, but they know about him. It's kind of like hence the, uh, he's the final one, the oxymoron of the community of hermits. Yep. Can't find them, but this guy's around, so he's the last one. Can't find him. Don't want him. Don't want him around me. <laughs> I want no hermit. 
Um, that was TLC, right? Uh, no hermits. <laughs> I don't want no. There's no rhyme or reason to that. No. I don't want no hermits. There's not going to be a whole lot of sense coming from this side of the room. <laughs> oh, I see. You spiked your spiked your coffee. No, or no spiked your tea. Just herbal tea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got a little honey in it. Sure. It's just honey. Honey in it. I, I gave you the same. Well, you don't have any sweetener. Exactly. <laughs> honey. That's what's going to do it. Mm-hmm. Sugar beets. All right, well, maybe you can play a song for me to clear my head. Well, I think my track will be not as weird as this, but probably the weirdest of the three I've picked. And an unexpected one. This is from the game Pokemon Black and White. Oh, cool. And the track is referred, there's no titles, but it's placed in the t- dungeon Twist Mountain. It's composed by Shota Kageyamago, Ichinose Hitomi Sato, Junichi Masuda, and Minako Adachi. So I believe, I'm not sure if Masuda is a composer or, I know he's a designer, but I'm just going with it. All right, let's go. Going with it. Let's do it up. Do it live! Listening to the Twist Mountain theme from the game Pokemon Black and White, composed by Shota Kageyama Go, Ichinose Hitomi Sato, Junichi Masuda, and Minako Adachi. Now, this track also plays in the cold storage area of the game where you're fighting a bunch of living ice cream cones, but it also plays in Twist Mountain, <laughs> so I pulled the loophole card because I wanted to fit it in the show. I think it'll I mean I think it works. This is this is a fun track though. Like it's kind of it's kind of off. Like this, the start of here is like kind of scary. It's spooky. It's like off key, and then right here, it sounds kind of fun again. And then it just gets really bizarre. Yeah, and then it just like falls apart. It gets all glitchy and like breaks apart. I like that a lot. It's, it's a very spectacular track in the game, and very to me, cool. back when I played it, it stood out very much so. Because hmm. uh, this game was the first and probably not only, but it was the first one 
to take a highly urban motif for the Pokemon world. And the music kind of took a bit of a shift to reflect that, in my opinion. So, like, instead of, like, being in forests and towns, it's just more like cities and... Yeah, like, you still have routes that you walk, which will have, like, trees and stuff. But for the most part, every major location you go to is a city. It's bustling. I like that, because, like, as a player, you're like, oh, this is, like, where I live. You know, this is this is more like, you know, where, where a real world would look like. Well, fun fact, if I'm not mistaken, someone listening can correct me if I'm wrong, but mm. each Pokemon game is meant to sort of replicate a real-world environment. Oh, really? Yeah, like, the last one was meant to be kind of, like, tropical, like, Hawaii, like, different, like, tropical islands, like, joined together. And I, I don't know the exact island locations, but I know black and white was meant to be, like, America. Oh. Like, you walk, obviously, you weren't in America, but it was meant to replicate, like, American cities, like, big, bustling cities. Oh, that's fun. I, um, I like I like that idea of, of taking the inspiration from real-world places to make it seem more familiar to, like, you know, kids playing the game, or, or adults, you know, but people playing the games feeling like, oh, this feels like, you know, a European city kind of thing. Yeah, and that's, XY was definitely more like European cities. Oh, like that one track, the track that I love, uh, National Park. Yeah, National Park was in gold silver. I'm not sure what they were. I think they were still dealing with, like, Japan over there at the time there, though, because okay. Kanto, Kanto and Johto were definitely meant to be, like, Japan. Okay. I just don't know what aspects of Japan they were going for there. Well, you know, I designed the studio to look like the ghost-type gym. That explains the black panels. Yeah, there are, you know, just... And the, the sound dampeners, so no one can hear you scream. No, actually, I did that because I was tired of hearing all the screams. Ghosts can be very noisy. So if you just listen really closely, I hear a snoring dog. Yeah, you can just hear a snoring dog, <laughs> which works for me. <laughs> Sleeping through the episode. That's what he does. That's what he does. Easy as blasted life, I swear. <laughs> All right, I'm going to bring us back to the Super Nintendo. I want. I didn't even realize I want Super Nintendo heavy. But you kind of have a knack for the 16 bitters. I do, I do. Um, I feel like the, I think it was the last one or the one before that. I did a lot of Genesis tracks. And the last episode was Genesis heavy. Ah. The Rob Hubbard episode was awesome. I love that. Yeah, Ron Hubbard was a that was an interesting. Stop calling him Ron Hubbard. <laughs> <laughs> that was you a did that one on purpose. Yeah, yeah, I saw you do that. That was on purpose. You were smiling. Um, so this is uh, um, Wagyon Paradise for the Super Famicom, and this is kind of like a kids. Like, I think it's like a learning vocabulary game. Um, I learned about the game through the Legacy Music Hour, and this is the Ice Cave, composed by Yoshinori Kawamoto and Eriko Imura.
super great. How chill it be. <laughs> I want to Makes me want to crawl into a cave. Well, and, like take a little nap. I guess it kind of does have that, you know, kind of <laughs> relaxing in a cave vibe or just relaxing near the edge of it, outside of a cave with yeah. this stream running by. Well, this is stream. the Ice Cave from Waigyan Paradise for the Super Famicom, composed by Yoshinori Kawamoto and Eriko Imura. Now, you said this is supposed to be a typing game? No, no, like a, like a, like a vocabulary, like a learning game for kids. Oh. Type thing. There's Teaching a, kids such awesome words as gangrene and hypothermia. Yeah, well, it's got that kind of like icy sound to it with those, those bells, I feel. Those bells, to me, sound like icicles, you know? Yeah, icicles, stalactites, stalagmites. Which ones go up? Gangrene, hypothermia, stalactites. You're asking the wrong guy. I'm not a spelunker by trade, let me tell you. Right. I call them ice spike or cave spikes. Um, and they don't fit in your tights. Well, not maybe some people's touch. Well, yeah. I have to wear big pants. I'm a large guy. <laughs> I'm a large cave. I'm very, I'm like six foot seven, and I'm, I eat a lot mm. of sandwiches, so I just got to go with that. <laughs> well, this this is like a friendly cave. Well, if it's teaching kids vocabulary, it better be friendly. <laughs> I mean, it's bad enough they got to teach them about gangrene. They can't be teaching them about, like, you know, polar bear yeah. cannibalism, too. Well, I remember uh, I remember picking this track because it reminded me of, like, a Final Fantasy song. I can kind of see that. It might just be, like, that's the sound of it. Well, yeah, I mean, it kind of captures that environment style, environmental style. Yeah. And I can see you flipping through the menus here. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> that's what it would be. It sounds like... <laughs> Yeah, and then you're like, you're, you're like, oh man, I got, I don't want to use like my good potion, so I'm gonna use 50, 50 little potions to heal my guy. That's me, the guy with all the crap at the end. My style, it's my trademark style, and I'm not ashamed of it. Oh, I've been doing that with um golf clash, where, like, it costs like coins that you earn in the game, to. It costs coins you earn in the game to play like the next like um, set of courses, mm-hmm. and and the money it costs goes up, which means your you, the potential to lose goes up as well. And every time I'm like, I need to have at least ten times the amount <laughs> to buy in to the next course. So if the if it kicks, I'm at the point where it takes like three thousand coins to play like a game. So <laughs> I have to make sure that I have thirty thousand at all times, and I can't drop. And like in my mind, how easy is it to get that no much reason. money? Well, if I win a game, I win 3,000. <laughs> but if you lose, you lose 3,000. Exactly. So in my mind, I'm like, I got to have 10 times the amount every time. So the next one's like 10 grand, so I have to have 100,000. So you I have to earn 100. hustle, too. Yeah, you can do that sometimes. The best is when people just rage quit. Like oh, they just, easy money. They knock it in the bunker. But it's annoying because they'll, they'll turn off the app, and the app waits, and you have to wait a minute. I guess they're trying to save. Maybe it does save their coins, but you still get the reward for them bouncing. I don't know. I get everything. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I've never done it. I'm not a, I'm not a quitter, Pernell. Well, hey, I get angry. I get angry. Get off my back. Sometimes it needs to be done. So, speaking of quitting. You're going to quit this song? Don't quit I, on me. I guess so. I was scared. <laughs> I was, it's better than what I was going to come up with. So, yes, we're quitting this song <laughs> right now. <laughs> <laughs> what were you gonna say? I was like, I was gonna step into like the name of my track. Oh, okay. It, but I just stepped all over you. I no, just... you saved it because I was gonna fall on my face, oh. and you'll know why when I say the name all of the right, title. Well, what is it? 
So the track is from the game Guardians Crusade, and the title of it is called Cave of Fear by the Tamsoft Sound Team, who... It's hard to find anything on these guys, so I just went with what I could find, and I got a bunch of names. Well, I'll say them afterwards. What's the system is this for? PlayStation 1. PSX. Getting old school. listening to the absolutely unspooky Cave of Fear track from the game Guardians Crusade, composed by the Tamsaw Sound Team. The best names I could find that would fit that were, were Akihi Motoyama, <coughs> Mitsumi, Ishimura, Fumio Tanabe, Yasuhiro Nakano, and Luna Umegake. Yeah, so that was the audio team. So one of them, or maybe a couple of them, were definitely composers and did this tune. And I hope you don't mind, the uh, listeners don't mind that I loop this thing twice because I am jamming out to this track. Oh, it's a spectacular tune, man. Like, the game itself went rather unheard of in the States. I remember I only knew it existed because back then, mm-hmm. a buddy of mine was big on imports, big on import games even more so than I was at the time. And he was ranting about this game called Night and Baby. That, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And to this day, I still prefer that title to the one that we got. But uh, it's pretty it good. Literally, is a knight raising a pink dragon baby. Yeah, I, I can see it. It's weird. 
you feed him different food and he levels up and he gets stronger and grows like wings eventually and he's like this cute puffball and you can find toys and you can use toys in battle as you're like kind of sort of party members. I remember the uh, the, the 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 box art or the, um, the 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 art for the game looks really familiar to me even though I don't think I've ever played this. It's it's a very nice image. Like it's just it's a knight with the pink dragon there staring at the god's tower. It's really cool because the overall point of the game is he's trying to get the dragon back to the god's tower because that's where he believes he came from. Oh, okay. And uh, of course, as you're progressing, every once in a while towns have problems, and you try to solve those problems, and eventually a bigger plot happens, and whatever. But <laughs> it's meant to be a pretty simple game. I but like it. It doesn't take away from the fact that it's a really cool game. Minimalist graphics, but just superb is all around the play. The soundtrack, is it a lot like this? All the music in this game is good. Is it like this? Some of it. It, it jumps around a bit. Like the, I like the boss theme a lot in this game. It doesn't sound quite like this, but it mm. still has like a very simple... Like, yeah, I think you might have picked my favorite episode, my favorite song of the episode, and maybe one of my favorite episodes of the year. There it is. See, I'm a I'm, I'm strong for these. So, um, our hundredth episode. I'm sorry. Our our our, our year end is coming up, and um, we, like the Legacy Music Hour, what we like to do is pick our favorite tracks from the year, um, without any other restrictions or anything. But I'm telling you, I think all my, if not all, most of my favorite tracks are going to be ones that you've picked. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. I, was like, I came strong from the bed. Like, here it is. So I can think of a couple off the top of my head, and now this one is amazing. Like that, that right there, that like keyboard solo, just oh, oh, it's so great. I just love that they call it the Cave of Fear. Nobody's feeling spooked by this track. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing scary about this track, man. This is laid back. This is vacation music. <laughs> this is department store trying on pants music. Yeah, pretty much. This is At, amazing. The closest it could get is probably the Cave of Lear or the Cave of I don't know, relaxation. I don't know. The yeah. cave of Lear just flows better. Though it's, it's I don't, mo- less of a cave and more of a... I, no, this is not a cave. This is a grotto. <laughs> oh, there yeah, it is. Yeah, this is what this is. There's like, there's like a there's a hot pool and there's a hot spring inside this cave. And a hot spring. And there's also a mini fridge inside this cave. With all sorts of energy reviving potions and yeah. delicious tonics. Some sparkling potions. Oh, yeah. You can just, chill, chill back with um, your thief and your white mage. Um, you know, maybe maybe your wizards. Wait, 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 wait. Where's the black mage? It's a party. Is it's he a- not allowed? <laughs> Is the black mage not allowed? I don't know what I just stepped in. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly a problem. <laughs> you need to address it. <laughs> Let me stop. I'm just messing. But um, yeah, <laughs> I do love this game, though. You, you made a very good assessment with that. even being more like a grotto. This is a pretty nice, awesome tune. I'm cracking up. Black. I totally forgot the black mage. I can't believe that. I almost said red mage, too. And you're like, How did it really live it then? Like, you remember the red mage. He's almost worthless. <laughs> I did say almost, just he's not great. Oh, man. He well, he could. I remember he could use like a dagger, right? Uh, Red mages, their whole gimmick is that they can use some white magic and some black magic, but they can't use the top of either. I know, like they can use some of this and some of that, and they suck at both. Yes, right. That's right. You get to the end of the game, cure two. Like, get out of here. Almost got room for that. We need the big stuff. Yeah, yeah. Black mage got to bring in the big fire guns. Mm Mm-hmm. We're talking (laughs) medio, medio. Nothing mediocre. 
about Medio. I want us just talk in this real low voice while this track's playing. <laughs> in the grotto. In the grotto. Rest in peace, Hugh. So my next track is also from the Super Nintendo. It's by S. Yamaguchi. Samaguchi? <laughs> Samaguchi. It's, um, this is Phalanx. Phalanx. It's a, a space shooter Phalanx, and this is called the Bio Cave for the Super Nintendo. And I don't want this track to end, but I'm going to I'm gonna have to end it. Just got to let it go. Just gotta, well, I'm going to let this... Actually, what I'm going to do, I'm going I'm to let it ride. <laughs> Here. Here it comes. For the Super Nintendo. What you want, don't how it is. Playing them jams on how. This is Biocave from the game Phalanx for the Super Nintendo, composed by S. Yamaguchi. And yeah, this is a little, little darker, a little more, a little more stressful, I think. A stressful kind of cave, a bio cave. <laughs> I don't know how people were meant to mine for gold in this in this sort of environment, but I guess they pulled it off somehow. It's probably like um, like toxic, you know. There's going to be like slime and sludge. Yeah, it just makes it really hard to mine for gold. Yeah. Um, the old, the old, oh yeah, the old prospector with the banjo on the cover of this game. That's what he is. He's he's going. He's a space miner. He's a space miner. Yeah, because to be perfectly honest, like I never bought this game, never even looked into it, specifically because of that really odd cover, yeah. which just implied that this game has something to do with old twangy country music, but it really has nothing to do with it, unless space miner. I'm going with that theory. I think so. I think he's the pilot, and your goal is to eradicate the alien threat in so the mines, so that you can get to Cracker Barrel and, and get your mine, get, get lunch, get, and then mine for gold. Get your grub on, and then get some gold. Beautiful gold <laughs> nuggets as big as your fist. <laughs> I love that. Guy. <laughs> I love that. Too. Underrated best character on The Simpsons next to like Lionel Hutz is Cookie, not yes. Cookie Quan, but uh, Cookie the Prospector. Oh, okay, okay. okay. That's I, his name. That's all I like Cookie Kwan. Go, beautiful go. 
nuggets as big as your fist. And they changed the character to become a little different, but it's the same freaking guy. It's the same prospector. It is. He lost the beard. It was, but it's, we know. They wanted, the to, they wanted to make that joke. They probably forgot they had a character already. There's so many. They did so many. It's still on the air, right? Yeah, they started its 29th season last Sunday. I saw you or just two watched, Sundays ago at this point. You just watched the finale of Rick and Morty, right? Yeah, I did. Still a good show. Haters going to hate. It was still not not you. I mean, like, well, no, people I mean, were I, saying, I'm, like, in this season that, like, yeah, people were like, this fine. show is not... Like, I mean, like, people that liked it before were like, this show is just not good anymore. It's run its course. I'm like, maybe you just let the hype get to you because yeah, it's, just as it is, it's still solid. It's picked up a lot of steam. It's very smart. I, I still haven't seen the second season yet at all. And I don't know when I'm going to go back to it. I'm just you got t- to, so you can get your Szechuan sauce on Saturday. What, yeah, whatever. You heard about that, right? Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> I just say, like, not as much that you care, but just how ridiculous it okay, turned out. Okay, I'm sorry. I got aggressive there. No, yeah, it's... Yeah, it's crazy how they can like re- like make something that was like popular and then gone. Everyone's like fine with it, and then it's like we will need this back now. And they asked he went along with that. that was yeah. the surpriser. It was like, hey, well, we'll it's do good. it for one day only. Yeah, well, it's good. It's good business, right? It's true. It's good, 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 good marketing as they get people in and check it out. Um, no, I'm just two days. I'm not away. sure if I've talked about. It. I know I've talked about it with you, but I'm just a little tired of Dan Harmon's negativity. It's like a little over the top negativity. Maybe it's a pessimism. He has bits of that there, but the thing I like about regards to this show is that he's not meant to be like liked. Like, no, I'm talking about Dan Harmon. Yeah, I, I get that, but, but like, yeah, his, that voice, his, his, his voice does come through the the, the, the character, the, yeah, Rick character, yeah, a lot, but, and that's what I mean. Like yeah. that character in that type of thinking. Even though a lot of the viewers take it as being like, this is this awesome character, by the way the show is written, yeah, he's actually not. Like, it's rough. He's actually not a good character in that, and he's actually, in his own way, kind of suffering for being so negative. It's kind of interesting in that way. But um, that's for another discussion, because Rick and Morty is just a weird topic. To talk about yeah, there, there's, there's a lot to, to unpack, and there's a lot of minefields, because a lot of people feel very strongly about it. The one thing I will say that makes it fit the, the episode, though, is that I just like the fact that he has multiple throwbacks to the fact that he apparently really likes Nintendo. So oh, that's cool. I can't fault that. Well, hey, that's that's, that's what we're about. I played a nothing but Nintendo tracks. <laughs> Wait, our Super Nintendo. Super Nintendo. Super, Super, Super Nintendo. Playing with superpower. Um, so you have one last track, right? I do, All and right. it's a good one. Cool. I hope. Fingers crossed. Or else you're off the podcast. Get out! Bob, take music and go. (laughs) Find a better podcast. (laughs) Blackjack. (laughs) Um, This track is from the game Blue Dragon, and it is called Cavern, composed by the legendary Nobuo Uematsu.
Welcome back. You're listening to Cavern from the game Blue Dragon, composed by Nobuo Uematsu. You picked another amazing, amazing song. I mean, honestly, I believe, I'm pretty sure this track is what made me want to do this theme as a whole. Oh, really? Yeah, because I have fond memories of this track. The game itself took a lot of flack from the community as being like a generic RPG. No one liked the fact that all the character, main characters were like children. Mm-hmm. And surprisingly, people were actually even not happy about the fact that it was like Akira Toriyama did the art. But after what, what, taking... What do I, I know Akira Toriyama from? Um, Dragon Ball. Oh, okay. But uh, after I had bought the game when it came out and they just kind of sat on my shelf for ages because it's what I do with games. And then on a whim one day I picked it up once they released a, it was like somebody had mentioned there was a patch to make the game set on they added a really hard mode to the game so of course that's my cue to join in so I bought downloaded the patch set the game to hard mode and started the game up and I honestly became obsessed with the game like I steamrolled it, it took me about maybe three weeks oh, wow. but I played the entire game even almost, almost all the bonus bosses within a, within three weeks wow, for a hard mode RPG like that's that's commitment yeah, yeah, I was I was down for this. Like, and it turned out that the only thing I genuinely just didn't like about the game was the cute furball mascot character who sounded <laughs> god awful. Like, I, someone should have gotten fired for that. Boy. <laughs> that's how terrible that guy was. Like, why do games feel like that's even necessary? I don't know, man. Why do we need cute mascots that just genuinely don't even fit the game? Like, cute is cool when it fits. But if you got like a bunch of hardened characters or a really dire situation that the game's taking place in, and you have this little cute yellow balls like, hey guys! Yeah, it's gonna have like a dumb voice. Yeah, you always gotta have a dumb voice. Like, that's yeah. the killer. Like, if he was just cute but sounded like this. You know what's a good, cute mascot that worked? Skies of Arcadia. Um, and and the, uh, the woman had like that. A club, or it was a club or clue. Club, yeah. Because. It didn't talk. He kept his mouth shut. He yeah. just ate things and transformed. And he said, go beat the boss thing. And it'd be like, all right. And then it would do like no damage. But like, that's what it was there for. Yeah. Like, and don't get me wrong. If if the cute mascot maybe has a cute sound, I'm okay with that too. Because the sound. It's like, or right. whatever. The, yeah, yeah. I can't even make cute animal sounds. But you know what I'm talking about. Like, if it's <laughs> just that, it works. I can deal with that. It's yeah, just yeah. cute voice. It just kills me. Like it just it just takes me down a notch. Well, especially with music like this in the background. Like this is amazing. Like it's the melody, the instrumentation, even like towards the end of the track where like it gets all kind of swirly and the the, the guitars go kind of in reverse. It's really neat. Freaking Maru Maru. That was his name, by the way. Um, you're still like on this thing. Oh yeah, he's just, I, my mind is poisoned by this thing's existence right now. But you are right about the music. This track is just swirling. So great. It makes you not want to leave the cave. In fact, I am positive I've done some grinding in caves. Just to like, oh, just well, to I can, he- I can spend some more time here. Yeah. yeah, I'll just keep beating guys up. I don't want to leave. The only game I've done that was Fez, where I felt like I wanted to spend more time on certain areas because I just love the music. And it just made me feel like, like home, like I wanted to stay there. Yeah. Yeah. You see that being awesome. And something like this can be like, yeah, I can dig this. This is good. And it changes up enough, you know, that it doesn't feel too repetitive. Yeah. Like, it's... So, this is a... Actually, just overall, this entire OST is just baller. Like, I have one other track I want to get on the show one day. I don't know how I'm going to do it, but 
is from this game and has got to get on the show. We've already done the boss. The oh, was, that the, was that the wacky one? Yeah. I don't, I don't even think that's listed on the website. I think it's just we played like part of it. We were like, okay, let's turn that one off. <laughs> Here now. <laughs> oh, yeah, that must have been the boss episode. Uh, it had to be. That's, that's, that's the only time we picked it. Such a hilarious that, I remember boss theme that works somehow. I had the room rearranged or the desks were facing each other. Uh-huh. And like we would like, we we couldn't, like we had, we were facing each other, but we had so much stuff in the way we couldn't see each other. That was that episode. <laughs> And I'm like just laughing, like listen to how awesome yet terrible this is, man. Because by the end of that game, you learn to like it. It was almost like Stockholm syndrome. So it played often. Yeah. Every boss fight. Every boss. It wasn't just like a boss. Every boss fight. Oh my god. And before you dodge, like fear and awe in your eyes. Like, and those were the words: fear and awe in your eyes. I think we're gonna have to listen to this one later. Just to to (laughs) dig into it. All right, I'm going to turn this track down. Be okay with that? I suppose so. <laughs> and we're going to get into the part of the show that we like to call the bonus round. Bonus, bonus round. The, the bonus the, <laughs> round. The, 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 bonus. Uh, go, Mike. The boat. I'm stopping. All right, okay. <laughs> I'm looking at you, your face. Is like I'm going to do it. The bonus round is the part of the show where we play covers and remixes and, and other arrangements based on our theme, which is caves and caverns. So I picked a track composed by the artist Jack Five, and this is um, a remix of it's called "The Cave of the Past" from Earthbound. Oh, nice! And this is he named the track "Edukafun Fusion." I am wondering what this is going to sound like because I know what the cave of the past sounds like. Yeah. So, and this is uh, remixed by the artist Jack Five.
That was Educa Fun Vision, a remix of Cave of the Past from Earthbound. Um, that was remixed by Jack Five, or um, his real name is Jack Stringer. And, yeah, I remember. Like it's been a while. Like I, I did. I picked some of these tracks a couple of weeks ago, and I've just had them sitting and listening to it again. I'm like, that's why I like this so much. It is a cool track. Obisto. 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 I love that sound so much. <laughs> well, it was like I was gonna start the track up, and you're like, what? What's it gonna be a remix of? It's just like sound effects. And yeah, it's just the, like, oh, yeah. feels good. Yeah, because the cave of the past is just well, that beginning part before he gets into his mix. That's what the cave of the past actually yeah, sounds yeah, like. Yeah. It's like wah wah. <laughs> and he, he actually didn't even get to that part, which I actually like a lot. But he didn't even get to that part of this song. It was like it just goes, just has like a just like a dry. Burr, burr. <laughs> It's just, but it's a genuinely awesome track. I Everyone, like this low note that you're getting. It's uh, if I remember, it's also like one of the, my favorite aspects of how that game plays. How you have to become a robot <laughs> at the very end of the game. It's like we have to take your brain and put it inside of a robot, and then you can go out of the past and beat a dead fetus. Man, spoilers, Pernell. Oh, please. Statute of limitations is <laughs> way up on this game. Yeah, I know. It's for everything that we play, pretty much. And also, it's not a dead fetus. But it looks like a, like a fetus. That's where the big... It's like a reference to the... People always people were always oh, kind of uh, talking about the 2001 Space Odyssey? Maybe. I've never seen the movie. Well, at the end, um, at the end it gets really, really crazy. Because, you know, Kubrick, and then at the end, it, it like, it pans out, and then you see, like, the solar system and a planet, and inside there's, like, a baby being, like, born. Hmm. And, like, that's how it ends. Yeah, I can see it being, like, level, like, weird level like that. Yeah, it's like the universe, like, starting over. You can read a lot into these Kubrick things. Like, Kubrick? Like, yeah, it's yeah, probably Kubrick. the only game I could think of where the final boss was, like, an entity. Like, it wasn't even a person or a thing. It was just everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a weird premise, but I liked it. Your final boss is the wind. It's, around, it's all around <laughs> us, and it's malicious. So uh, what track did you bring? Um, I don't even have a name for this actual group. I'm just going to say all the names after it's played because but, it's like, just like a group of people who did it together. Okay, cool. But um, yeah, Like a big collaboration type thing? Mm-hmm. Neat. But the track itself is... Mystic Cave Zone from Sonic the Hedgehog 2 Funk Remix. <laughs> well, and I'm going to like this already. <laughs> oh, it's great. It's fantastic. You're going to love it.
Well, yes. You just listened to Funk Cave, the Mystic Cave Zone remix from the game Sonic the Hedgehog 2, arranged by Doug Perry, and a variety of names were actually related with instrument playing on this, including Joe Zyja, Matthew Souza, Ben Wallace, Sam Babinski, Laura Intravia, Sean Shafiansky, and Insane in the Rain music. There's just, God, this track. I, I came across this, and there was, I was looking for Mystic Cave Zone, period. Like I was, That was my intent. And I had gone through a good like 10 tracks already at this point, and I came across this one, and I just kind of parked it. Like, oh, yeah, I can't go anywhere from this. They, they, this is so good. And it's, it deserves all the, it, all the listens it can possibly get. If we can give it five listens, it was freaking worth it. So this, this was really amazing. You've really knocked it out of the park with all, all of your picks today. But this one I was really, really into. I would love to maybe find if we can collect – enough of these groups and have like a whole episode of just like jazz and big band and funk like live instrumentation just the whole episode of it that'd be amazing that would be a good one actually i would that would be a topic yeah yeah we'll have to hang on to these but that'd be fun that'd be a lot of fun that'd be a lot of funk oh yeah (laughs) yeah don't have to shower for this episode no you keep that funk funky (laughs) (laughs) i got nothing fucking and funk funk nothing at all um, so for more information on the artists on the bonus round part of the show, go to rhythmandpixels.com and we'll have links to their uh, band camps, uh, YouTube, SoundCloud, some um, everywhere you can uh, buy their music and support the artists. Thanks for joining us on Rhythm and Pixels. This is episode 10-6, our look at music composed for um, caves. Music composed for caves. Spelunking underground. Yeah, composed in caves, around caves. Under caves, it, over caves. It's a love song to the caves. It's a cave sonata. It's a waltz. I'm just lost by that like love song devoted to the cave. Like, yeah, yeah, I love Spelunkin. This is my cave, my favorite cave. <laughs> this, <laughs> this is my cave. I'm sorry. My favorite love cave. I'm sorry, Grotto. I, there you go. Grotto <laughs> works too. Grotto. Um, yeah, we had some really cool finds on this episode. Like, I, we always like end up finding some like amazing songs, but man, this this you know for cave music, we found some really cool tracks. This is another example of an episode where you could probably come back to it easily and just and do yeah. a double whammy of just awesome selections. Like just caves are a very common location in games. It's just that's just how it is. So one would have to expect that a volume of good selection is just right out there waiting for you. Heaven forbid we end up like having to rummage through all these different cave environments listening to crap yeah. or just ambiance. Oh, yeah, yeah amb- amb- ambient tracks and, and just things like that. We, there was there was a lot of that actually in the uh, the computer RPG episode that we did. A lot that I listened through anyway. Yeah, but even that was just musical ambiance. Like I mean, I'm talking ambiance where it's like going back to like Zelda, where it's like, oh, <laughs> I don't know. 
Zelda. Like, that's a track. It's <laughs> like, why? You paid someone to do that? Which, like, which Zelda was that? Ocarina of Time. Oh. I'm usually a much harder on it than most people are. I'm sure it's not I, as bad as I make up the sound, but... I don't know. I never played that one. After my experience with that game, that's how I remember yeah. it. Like, I, I played it to a certain dungeon. Nah. The music starts like, I quit. And I just turned it <laughs> off and did not go back to beat that game. You missed that. Well, easily that, 10 years. You were you had some complaints about the, uh, the Breath of the Wild because, like, there wasn't enough music. Yeah. That's why yeah. it's still sitting on my shelf. All my friends are like, we, I've beaten it twice. It's... 300 hours I'm like uh, yeah I don't blame you I've cooked a few times and I walked away like I want to go back it's a cool game it's not Zelda-y to me but it's still cool yeah gosh (laughs) it's so quiet (laughs) I hate it well um it's getting late so I think we should start getting out of here so um if you would like to get in contact with us if you have any ideas for episodes um please send us an email Rhythm and Pixels at Hotmail.com. Um, and for a full track listing and for more information about the show and what events we're going to be at next, go to the website. RhythmandPixels.com. Um, you want to check us out on Facebook, Twitter, um, Instagram, uh, YouTube, all those places. Um, actually, Facebook seems to be where most of the conversation's happening. So we're all there as Rhythm and Pixels, uh, all one word. Um, and if you're feeling generous and if you like the show and you want to help support us, go to patreon.com slash rhythm and pixels. You can go over there and you can donate and we have dumb little, um, like dumb little things that we can do for you there, like little goals. And you that also gives you access to the live streams of our show every month. So we would like to thank our, uh, Patreon members, Alex, the messenger, Matthew McDowell, Henrik Anderson, Chris Murray, uh, Michael Bridgewater from the Forever Sound version, another vi- wonderful video game music podcast. Brian Pitt and Dan Smith. Where's David Smith? David Smith. David Smith. Yes. D Smith. <laughs> D Smith. D. <laughs> it's it's got all the Smiths. But uh, thank you all very much. You're really actually helping us um, continue to uh, uh, do the show with you know decent equipment and keeping all the files hosted it's it's been a it's been a huge 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 plus for us and also you know i think we still are running a um a whole thing on teespring for hoodies and t-shirts yes so check out the links on our website and the links on facebook for those we got some cool pictures and action shots of me and pernell wearing them and goofing them off and hopefully soon to be more because honestly if you buy one shirt or something and it shows up by all means, take a photo and send it to oh, us yeah. and show, show the loot. Show yeah. that you like your shirt or what you got. Because just to clarify, no profits coming from these. It's just the idea of saying, hey, cool apparel. Why the heck yeah, not? Pretty much. If you, um, yeah, if maybe you can like take a picture of like of you wearing the shirt somewhere, like that'd be awesome. Like in front of your game console. Yeah, yeah. Or, or at, uh, at like a coffee shop. At the mall. At your wedding. The DMV. At your... I almost went really dark there for a second. <laughs> at, your, <laughs> at your parents' funeral. <laughs> at your own. Wait, no, that doesn't. No, it's not Halloween yet. You're too soon. Yeah, too soon. I got a little spooky. I'm spitting all over my microphone. <laughs> spitting. <laughs> um, so yeah. So just a, a reminder. Um, next week is the uh, the live stream, mm-hmm. and so we'll, we'll remind we'll remind everybody um, on, on our social channels about that. And that this weekend, we're going to be at the Retro World Expo, which we're really excited about. We're going to have a good time. May it be a jam. 
All right. Well, my name is Rob Nichols. And I'm Pernell. And this has been the Rhythm and Pixels video game music podcast. Thank you very much for listening. Have a good night. And remember, seasons change, people change. Those are lyrics from an old freaking song. <laughs> but it's also true to the upcoming changeover of seasons. The clocks are about to switch over. Fall is beginning, which means longer nights, shorter days. Seasonal depression is a thing. Wanting to hibernate is definitely a thing. All I'm saying is, hey, if you know anybody in your circle that happens to suffer from the downerness that comes from the seasonal shift, just kind of, you know, be a little bit around for them. Swing by more often with some hot cocoa, play some games. Don't beat them too badly in games, though. You don't want to make it worse. Come on. Be a good person about it, at least. Jeez. But... (laughs) You know, just kind of be mindful that, you know, be there for each other. Keep everybody on the upper spirit level until sunshine is back again and we can wear T-shirts in the street. God, I can't wait for that. Have a good night. <laughs>